Welcome to The Crunch with Crib. I'm Jess, and each episode I'll be talking with some of WA's best real estate agents and business people to find out what makes them tick and what lessons they've learned on their journey to success. Brooke Vilinovich, better known to some as Villa Management, has a large and loyal following on social media. Perth's social media queen, she's built a reputation coaching businesses on how to build brand awareness, brand loyalty, and increase sales online through their social media channels. One look at Brooke's Instagram page and you can see the proof of what she preaches. She's got a loyal following of nearly 20,000 people, so we were really excited to get her take on social media and learn some of her tips and tricks to growing a business online. Thanks for coming in. Thanks really for having me. really appreciate your time. You're oh. welcome. So just to start off with, because our audience is predominantly real estate agents mm-hmm. and I'm sure some of them follow you, mm-hmm. but I'm sure some of them do not. Mm-hmm. So can you give us a little bit of background about Villa and how you got to where you are? Where I am. Yeah. So Villa Management as we know it now is really the social club membership, which teaches you how to market your business on Instagram. But Villa to that point originally began as events mm-hmm. that's why it's called management and it's a real pain because people are like do you do social media management I'm like no and they're like why is it called management I'm like ah it's a long story <laughs> so it began as event management okay um and I was using social media as part of I guess that event package to promote events and then it became very apparent how much businesses were struggling with the social media element mm-hmm. of of business and marketing and basically long story short I attended an event um, I had lots of people asking me could I teach them social media how I had done it and implemented it in my businesses and I was like yeah I guess if that's what you want to do so put on a little workshop and that was three years ago Wow. Eventually gave away all the event work and was like, whoa, this is. is And to be honest, I did think it would, I didn't think teaching social media would be a sustainable business model. Mm -hmm. And I thought in six months time, everyone's going to know what they're doing. So I'll need to think of something else. Mm -hmm. Do you find. Didn't happen like that. (laughs) Three years ago, the questions you're getting are the same. And for them, like, obviously the platforms Um, have changed. But are people savvier now or are they still fairly like? It completely changes. I just think there's so many people now or I don't know. I don't know if I'm more aware of it because I'm working in it or if there are more people starting businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, nowadays you literally need an internet connection and yeah. you can become a billionaire. Yeah. So... I think people are definitely more aware that they need to put more effort into social media, mm-hmm. um, but it's a variety of questions. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So the questions haven't changed. But no, then... they've like evolved. Yeah. 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 Like okay. this morning I had a my followers go up and down, why is that? Yeah. You know, but then I'll also get real detailed questions. I like what has definitely happened over the past three years that I like is the more and more, because I consult as well, and the more and more business I've, as I work with, they've started to realize that numbers aren't everything mm-hmm. and they're not so focused on followers, which, oh, thank God, yeah. finally. Yeah. Um, and they say, we're not worried about how many followers we have. We're worried about getting sales. And I'm yeah. like, oh, my God, hallelujah. Oh my God. So that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to get into the que- the questions about, 
why social media is important for your business and all of that. Mm-hmm. But before we get there, mm-hmm. um, you your business has grown. Like in three years, you mm. now have nearly 17,000. Combine your two pages, like nearly 20,000 mm. followers mm-hmm. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So tell me about the growth. All right. So I guess the biggest thing for me is I teach what I do. Mm-hmm. So as I've learned and evolved, I don't, I don't have an answer to why I, for some reason, got Instagram more than other people. I became very interested in it and that mm-hmm. you could use it to market a business relatively for free, well, for free, for free, yeah. Um, and just became obsessed with research about Instagram, and I am still obsessed. So, constantly trying new things, being very aware of. Um, that community building, mm-hmm. um, I think is one of the biggest things I've always responded to every message and comment that I get, and I will always respond. And I think that's a lot to do with it, producing quality content, being aware of who my target market is and my ideal client and making sure that my content is constantly giving them value. Mm-hmm. I guess they're the biggest things that have seen that growth. So yeah. just being present, being active, um, I don't know. It's a whirlwind. It's a whirlwind. It's a three-year whirlwind. It's a three-year whirlwind. It's like a hurricane. Yeah. (laughs) In the best possible way. And also, working my fucking ass off. Yes. Like, there's a lot to be said for that too. Absolutely. And and Dom can tell, well, my husband can tell you, the nights of just hours of engagement, engaging, engaging, engaging. That's what I was going to ask you was how many hours a day do you spend? Less now. Yeah. So obviously now that my business has grown and evolved the way that it has, I have need to put into place like structure and discipline. Otherwise I just go insane. Yeah. So I, the way that I do it now, every morning I spend anywhere from like half an hour to an hour and a half. And that's my Instagram responding to messages time. Mm-hmm. Um, only Monday to Friday. I don't do it. I try and have weekends off. Yeah. Um, and then... And then that's it. Yeah. Really. I'll do a little bit in between. But most of the, like most days I'm out. People think I spend all day on my phone, but I really don't. I'm recording what I'm doing, but I'm not engaging. Or constantly, constantly. putting it on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah if yeah. that makes sense. But I can do that now. I definitely didn't do that when I began. Yeah, okay. What's been your biggest learning curve? With building a business, I guess, more so than the social media side, but the business side. Biggest learning curve with building a business is not to be afraid to ask for help Mm -hmm. because no one has a clue what they're doing. Yeah. Everyone's working it out along the way. And I think at the start of my business, I looked at certain people who are now my close friends and I put them on a pedestal and was like, oh, they won't want to be friends with me like I'm a peasant. (laughs) And, and the more, I guess, just having the guts to be like, hey, could I buy you a coffee and ask you, you know, something or yeah. get your opinion on this or whatever. And and there are so many people that are willing to help, mm-hmm. I think. But I will say there's a big difference between I know you offer consulting, but can I buy you a coffee and ask you everything I'd ask yeah. you in a consulting session and 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 respecting someone's time and you know, what yeah. they actually do to pay their bills. But that was a learning curve for me. People are willing to help mm-hmm. if you just ask. Yeah, absolutely. And if it's genuine. Yes. Yeah. Mm. And I guess that's part of the community that you've built. 
I, you know, like that's kind of, that's what you've really built your. Yeah, I guess, I guess. Like it's interesting with the social club, a lot of questions come through from people before they join and they're like, how do I get Brooks feedback? I'm like, well, if you're in the Facebook group, it's me. Yeah. Commenting from my profile. That's. That's me. It's not yeah. somebody else. So yeah. that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, and I think as well it gets to a point where I guess now I'm on the flip side of that and and without sounding like a dick, people have put me on the pedestal mm-hmm. and don't think they can reach me. Yeah. Whereas it's still me. How are you going to – and I guess I was going to ask this later, but we've kind of come to it now. You've, you've split your brands to be yeah. you and Villa. Yeah. So – and I think you've got an assistant that's helping you with the villa page. Yeah, yeah. So how are you going to – I guess I wanted to know why you split the brands. Yes. And also how are you going to keep the authenticity of it being you? Totes. Villa management if – when you've you, – you know, at a certain point you have to bring someone in to help. Totes. So I guess what happened was in terms of splitting the brands, um, what I found was when I was speaking at events, I was speaking as Brooke Valinovich Mm -hmm. and there was no mention of Villa Management. So then when I would say, follow me at Villa Management, people were like, what's that? Okay. And it kind of became quite like the people that have known me from the beginning and followed my story didn't there was like a huge disconnect yeah. and I was even an event that I spoke at last year. I was speaking to the other speakers and he, he was, well, one of the other speakers was like, what's villa management? I'm like, Oh, that's my business. Yeah. Cause now it's all about Brooke Valinovich, the social club membership and villa management is a bit like, what is that? Okay. So that was the reason why I chose to split it up. Mm-hmm. Also, I do a lot of media work mm-hmm. and the media will ne- they'll always say my name yeah. and not my business. Um, and because I had just recently got married and changed my name, Brooke Volinovich like just didn't exist yeah. online. So if someone like saw me on TV or I don't know, saw me speak at an event and Google Brooke Volinovich, there's nothing there. They couldn't there. find you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's why it was really important for me. So that was question A. Now question B. um, Lauren, my assistant, Mm -hmm. has been floating around now for almost a year. So she's in the membership. She's at all the members' parties. So the members know her. And I found what was happening with my villa management Instagram account is I want to share social media tips and advice and inspo. But whenever I shared anything personally, that's when my engagement skyrocketed. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I need what, what... the bulk of my followers now want is more info about me, but I still need to be sharing the social media info to attract customers Mm -hmm. rather than people just following me for me. So that's why I wanted to split it up. Mm -hmm. And I think Villa Management, um, because I shared so much about me, it became about me. So this way I thought, well, I'm going to split it up. All the members knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to follow the Villa Management account, it's not so much about me, but that is where you can get your social media questions answered. I still answer on my account. Um, but that's the bulk of it. Yeah. And, you know, I did an intro post. It's Lauren. This is who I am. This is where I've been. And we actually format all of that account together. So I pick all of the content that goes on it yeah um but then it's lauren responding to messages and comments yeah so i guess as i grow and evolve more with my brooke valinovich account it just takes me longer to get back to people yeah and yeah i guess there will come a time that 
Maybe I can't get back to everyone. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm saying that makes me sad. But uh, maybe there will come time. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't know what I'll do. Yeah. I think everything I've done, I've just kind of worked out as I've gone and yeah. it's worked out. So you figure just, it out. I just keep winging it and, yeah. and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. What's, um, what's the biggest mistake you've made in the last three years? Biggest mistake I've made in the last three years. Okay. So when I set up the social club membership originally, um, to be honest, I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, and the payment platform that I used to set up the membership mm-hmm. had a glitch and I lost everything and I had to start again from scratch. Okay. That's a big it's boo It's a <laughs> difficult one because it was out of my control. So it's like it's it's not like it was a mistake, but it was a massive fuck up. I yeah. lost tens of thousands. Like we're talking a lot of money. Um and I had to start again. So does that count as a mistake? I think so. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's kind of like a... It's something that you learnt from, I'm guessing, and, you know, yeah. early days it's... Now, if I was to do it again and that problem happened, I would know what it was. Yeah. But it's just that it took us so long to work out what it was. Okay. And there was, well, there was the payment platform that takes sort of takes the information and then it tells another payment platform what money to charge. Yeah. So basically what happened was all my members started getting charged in American dollars, but both platforms were saying it's not us. Yeah. So okay. it was, that was very difficult. Yeah. Um, when you've got two platforms, it had to be one of them. They're the only people that are involved in the money aspect of this. And they were both saying, it's not us. It's the other guy. Yeah. It's not us. It's the other guy. And, and, that was a nightmare. Don't you find as a small business you have those experiences with mm. providers and you go, the, the learn is I want my customer service to always yes. exceed expectations. Oh my with this one platform, the one who ended up being the one at fault, um, they were so rude and so difficult to deal with. At one point someone said to me, oh, well, you've made a bit of extra money. What's the big <gasps> deal? I was horrified. <laughs> absolutely horrified and I guess the learning curve is I never want to treat any of my customers like that um like one of my values is as a business owner is I never want any of my customers to feel like a they can't get to me and b they're just a number yeah and that yeah that was the worst I think customer experience I've ever encountered and it just made me realize you know when a company knows they've got the monopoly of the market they just don't give a shit yeah you're just one of multitude of businesses that they're making money off so they don't care yeah I just Do you yeah, find that I don't with, like um, it with Instagram and Facebook <laughs> when you have a problem on one of those platforms uh, <laughs> yes I recently so it's one of the more difficult experiences to navigate <laughs> start of the year um obviously I run a ton of Facebook ads and at the start of the year all my ads got wiped and I've got a great girl that works with me and runs all my Facebook ads and um so she scheduled the call with Facebook and Facebook basically said yeah we can't give you a reason why and you just need to shut your ad account down and start and again. again. And I was like, oh, my God, it's happening again. Um, but anyway, they ended up taking ownership for it and were like, no, we fucked up. Um, but, you know, these things happen. Like, what can you do? You push through, yeah. You push through. Every day something happens that you're like, oh, my God. But the reward 
is so much bigger than the downfalls yeah. and what you learn, I guess, helps you evolve as a business and, and create something that someone hasn't done before because they haven't made that fuck up before to learn from it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Do you find now that you're such a, you know, you're a much more established brand, you have mm-hmm. a big following, um, your membership's growing. Mm-hmm. Are, the, are the challenges that you're facing in the business now, how are they different? Um, that's a really interesting question. I think, the bigger you grow, the more shit that happens, Yeah. the less you, I don't want to say care, but the less it affects you, mm-hmm. you just get it done. Yeah. I think at the start, every little thing that goes wrong, you're like crying and it's the end of the world and how am I going to fix this? And then you sort of look back, like I do every Friday, I sort of look back at the week that's been and what's happened and what's grown and what hasn't and why and blah, blah, blah. And you look back at some things that have happened over the week and you're like, God, the me three years ago, that would have broken me mm. and now it was just something that happened this week. Yeah. So I think you get tougher. Yeah, um, 100%. Some people don't and I guess maybe that's why some businesses succeed more than others. Yeah. But the bigger you grow, the bigger the fuck-ups. Yeah. And you just got to get on with it. You have to. Business doesn't stop. Totally. So, business yeah. doesn't stop. Yeah. That's something Alana, you know, I've learned a lot from her because yeah. obviously she's been growing crib for eight years mm-hmm. um, and so she's, you know, very she, I'm much. I'm sure she's seen some things. A hundred percent. I wanted to talk, obviously, social media is the main reason we're here. So yes. what do you think it is that you find so easy about social media that people struggle with so much? Do you know what? I think that... I've always been a people person and mm-hmm. social media is about people. Mm-hmm. So I think that I find communicating with people easy Yeah, and I've just found a platform that allows me to communicate with people. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I didn't always. I was a super, super, super shy child, which pe- I was like highly anxious. I'd stress about everything all the time. Um, and then my mum put me into modelling and reckons I just like bloomed mm-hmm. and... Yeah, I, just, I think that's what it is. I'm good with people. I also find it fascinating. Like I, I love social media. I know there'll be people listening that are like, you're insane. <laughs> but I do. I find it absolutely fascinating that there's this new marketing platform that isn't controlled by the marketer. It's controlled by the user. And I just find that really interesting that mm-hmm. you can – do whatever you want and grow a business essentially for free. If you're willing to put the time in and be aware of how your community are reacting and responding, you can grow anything on social media and, yeah. and that's awesome. What do you think is – I feel like you've, you, you've come at it from a community and a, and a communication point of view mm-hmm. and lots of businesses – probably don't do that they mm-hmm. might um look at it more of a tr- at, like as a traditional marketing medium that's like sell 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 or here's my message or blah yeah. and yeah. not actually like <laughs> it's a two-way conversation yeah what do you think is the biggest mistake people kind um, of make with that social? yeah 100 i think there's a few mistakes people make they make it all about them and not about the customer yeah. at the end of the day you are still using it as a platform to communicate with the customer mm-hmm. so you need to know who the customer is um i think a big mistake that businesses make is they just 
yeah, they don't know their customer. They don't know what their customer will find valuable and they do too much selling and, and they need to realize that it's a platform to build relationships and relationships take time mm-hmm. and trust doesn't happen overnight. But I think what's really special about social media is the relationships that are formed through social media because it's taken that much time to build them up, they will be your biggest advocates for the entirety of your business. Mm -hmm. And you don't get that from traditional media. People see an ad in the newspaper, they buy off you once, they don't really know anything about you and whatever. Whereas on social media, because of the time that it's taken to build up that sale and you sharing your story and this and that, and they they get to know you and they feel like they're part of you. So they want to be part of that forever mm-hmm. rather than just like a once-off sale yeah advocates instead of just yeah you know single. totally yeah what um what would you say to a business that doesn't still doesn't think that social media is you know that they need it as part of their marketing plan i mean at the end of the day there are businesses that get more success on social media than others mm-hmm. definitely yeah but it really comes down to where are your clients if your clients are using social media, you've got to be on social media. Yeah. It's, it's really as simple as that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I wanted to talk to you. I know you're a social media tech nerd. <laughs> and I don't mean yes. very often, and so am I. Yes. So I wanted to talk, well, first of all, I wanted to talk to you about the changes on the platforms, that yes. you, the major changes that you've noticed over the last three years because mm-hmm. things do change so quickly mm-hmm. um, and how that has changed not just – I guess how people use the platforms. Mm. Um, obviously, with Facebook buying Instagram, that changed the way Instagram works. And mm-hmm. you know, people are always talking about. You know, I talk to clients every day who go, "Well, I don't think anyone uses Facebook anymore." <laughs> um, they do. They do. They're there. They hundred percent are there. They're watching. Yeah, mm. exactly. They're just not engaging as much. Mm. But yeah, how, what have you noticed? I guess. Um, I think there's definitely been a shift. From Facebook to Instagram. So when I first started teaching that original social media workshop, it was Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. And then gradually there was more people that um, wanted to get into Instagram and really wanted to focus on Instagram. And then I started hearing sort of around the world and, oh, no, not around the world, calm down, Brooke. Um, (laughs) Like just started hearing that people were coming to me for Instagram. So I was like, all right, I'll roll with Instagram then. Um, And I think there's definitely... A lot of brands that have decided to focus on Instagram instead because of the engagement that you can still get there. I think Facebook, Facebook's a different world now. Mm-hmm. You know, you used to be able to post and everyone would see your stuff and, and now it's different and you've got to pay for advertising or you've got to be really active in groups or you've got to have a different strategy to Facebook as a business, which is where I guess a lot of small businesses have shifted to Instagram because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's what's good for me because I get bored easily and, and, and I get distracted by everything. So the more the platforms can change, the more interesting that is for me to see all the changes that are coming. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next 10 years, what's evolving, what's not, what's changing. I mean, when I first started teaching Instagram, there was no stories. Mm. Now stories is like a whole nother world. Now there's Instagram it's TV. Not even video. No. Yeah. And then now there's Instagram TV, which yeah. is like YouTube of Instagram. So I'm excited to see what's next and, 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 and yeah. What do you think might be next? Um, I pay attention a lot to what's going on in the US in terms of are they going to start regulating the platforms, mm-hmm. antitrust, 
Um, they're talking about now breaking them up so that they, you know, they they can't be these big conglomerates. I guess. Mm. What do you do? You think that that's going to affect anything over here? I don't think that will happen. You don't think it will happen? No. No. I think they say what they need to say without saying too much and without saying too little, yeah. just to sort of appear that they're doing something. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think it will happen. Okay. Mm. What about? Do you think? Like if we look at ten years ago or probably more, mm. when Yahoo.com was the biggest, mm, you know, like, geez. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, things change in that world, mm. and Facebook's been around for a long time. So, mm. do you think there'll be a change in the way we use social media in in terms of like, I don't know. What do you have any predictions? I don't in that know. We, look. Facebook was the original social media platform. It is still the biggest and it is growing the fastest. Mm. You can't compete with that. Yeah. And and there's so many. They just buy you. (laughs) Right. You're literally competing with the biggest, the best, the most powerful, the smartest. And, and, I mean, good luck to someone that comes up against that. And you never know. Something might happen, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know how. Uh, without it being pretty much an exact copy, like what what would be the point of difference? Mm-hmm. Facebook covers everything. Yeah. And if it doesn't cover it, it's got an app that does cover it. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. I see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Time we'll will tell. see. We'll see. Um, the last question or the last couple of things I wanted to check in with you about was your business, I guess. Do you, just from a small business point of view, do you have a business plan? Do you have a grand plan about you know, three years ago, did you have any idea about the growth? Did you have an idea that you would become your own brand? (laughs) Not at all. Um, I had a theory or I had a strategy that was a yes strategy. So when I first started, when I was like, okay, I'm going to take the social media aspect of this, not like I wasn't taking it seriously, but when I was aware of the need for it, I was like, to be honest, I'll take what I can get right now because this is not really what I was planning. So I'm just going to say yes to everything for like the next 12 months. And that's pretty much what I did. Any opportunity that came to me, any service, anything under the, uh, under the umbrella of social media that I thought I could do, I said yes to. And then I ended up by the end of the year with like 16 different services. I was going insane, but at least at that point, it let me look back at everything I was doing and be like, okay, what do I want to focus on this year? Mm -hmm. And then last year I decided I wanted to be a speaker. So I hadn't really spoken much. So I was like, okay, no, what year are we? Not last year, the year before. Oh my God, it's been so long. Okay. (laughs) So the year before that, I decided that. So I was like, I'm going to take any speaking opportunity that comes my way so I can learn how it works, learn what it involves from me so that after 12 months I can sort of uh, put a package together or be able to charge for it and know what I'm worth. Cause mm-hmm. it's really hard to put a price on something you've never done before. Yeah. Um, so I did that. And then the goal last year was to get into the media. So then I was like, I'll do any media work that I can. And so I think for me, my strategy or my business plan has been more like, what's my big goal for the year? What am I going to do to achieve that? And then how am I going to adapt to move forward to whatever the next goal is? So like three years ago, if you'd asked me about the social club membership, I would have been like, are you a crack? Like, what is that? 
I don't even know. That like came about by accident and yeah. now it's the driving force of my business and and I love it, but 3 years ago there was there was no plan for that. Yeah. No. How did you think of that? Okay. So, I I was trying to build my email database to sell my workshops to mm-hmm. And I was sending some emails about me, some emails about workshops, and I wasn't getting great open rates or anything like that. I was all right. And the workshops were selling out. Um, So I started researching how to build an email list and how to build a database. And I found that like content was key and delivering valuable content was key. So I created this thing called my ye oldie tip of social media s- scroll. And every single week. Is that what you called it? Yeah. And I would be like, excuse me, while I while I fling out my scroll. They're actually really funny. Sometimes I read over them and I laugh. Um, and I started sending just tips in my newsletter, like little tactics and little mini strategies about social media and how you can grow your business um, and things to try and And I started getting really good feedback and I was really enjoying writing the tips. So that became like a weekly staple to my email database and it started growing quickly. And then it got to a point where people were emailing me saying, these are so valuable. Can we pay you for more? Because we like them so much. And that started happening. And then I was like, um, okay, I guess. And then I was at a point with the in-person workshops that I, I couldn't do anymore because I was doing so many. So, and I was getting lots of people from over East and overseas emailing saying, will you ever offer these online? So I started teaching the workshops online via Zoom, which people were really enjoying. And then at the same time, people were asking to pay for more lessons. So I was like, why not combine the two and make some paid thing where they get, written lessons via email and they also get online webinars and Mm -hmm. that's sort of how it happened and luckily for you facebook just provide the perfect platform well to be honest i actually okay this is so funny i didn't even think of using facebook (laughs) i looked at like recording them in a professional studio and then i needed a new website that would have a back end and people would log in and it all got so complicated and i got this quote and it was like almost 40 grand and then I was just like well I can't afford that um and I thought all right well this is when I was still doing Facebook ads consulting and I was like okay I'm just gonna have to shelve that idea because that's not gonna work for Mm -hmm. a while I'm gonna invest the money that I was planning to spend in some more Facebook ads training so I started working with this girl and I was sort of telling her my idea and she was like why do you need all of that why don't you just use Facebook? And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, why don't you just do it via a Facebook group? And it was like, it it was like, I was mind blown. And I was like, (laughs) oh my God, why don't I just do it through a Facebook group? Why does it have to, why did I make this so complicated? Mm. And that's what I did. So I used MailChimp to send the emails and the lessons, which I wasn't using before. I was still just using, I had a Wix, my last website was Wix, so I was just using their system. Um, And then it all happens via Facebook. I know, isn't it amazing? It's amazing. Sometimes the easiest solutions are right in front of you. I know, but like that, they're the (laughs) ones you never look at. Yeah, right. Of course. So... Last question, and I haven't asked for a lot of social media tips because if you want them, guys, you can go to Villa Management. But I love giving tips. All right. All right. I won't make it up my last question. (laughs) One more question. For our real estate clients. Yes. Top tip for their Facebook and their Instagram. Okay. Real estate need to make it about the buyer and the seller. Mm -hmm. So they need to use their social media 
to, I guess, create an online portfolio of not what they're selling, of the communities that people are buying into. Mm-hmm. That's the most important part. Yeah. So use it as a, I guess, lifestyle blog that's if you buy into here, you get this, you get this, you get this, you get this. Yeah. That's and how important tip. is it for them to, uh, you know, be part of that themselves? Like, like super important. So look important. at what we were discussing before. Yeah. Um, selling houses, yeah. the reality show. Yeah. That is the reality show of the real estate agents behind the scenes of the sale. Mm-hmm. And look how successful that is. And look how big those real estate agents that originally signed up to that TV show and were probably like, Ugh, okay, yeah. look how big it's become. You can use social media. Social media is basically the reality show of your business. Yeah. So you can use social media to do that exact same thing. And maybe one day you have a TV show. Beautiful. And what about for number one tip for clients? And this is myself included because I do not practice what I preach in this regard. <laughs> who do not get behind the camera themselves. Yeah. Okay. So this is definitely something that comes with time. People always say to me, how did you get so confident? I modeled for years. So I was used to being behind a camera. I also loved drama at school. So I liked being on stage. So I feel like, I guess I got a little bit of an unfair advantage, but I think people need to do what they need to do. That's going to make them comfortable. Mm -hmm. So if you want to get your hair done, if you want to get your makeup done, Find what makes you feel comfortable. If there's a certain light, if it's in a certain office, if it's at a certain time of day, it's different for everyone to make them feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. But you just kind of got to pull your finger out of your ass and do mm-hmm. it. You just got to do it, guys. You just got to do it. And the more you do it, there is only one way to get more confident on camera, and that is be on camera more. Yeah. But, you know, use the filters. Use the filters to, to guide yourself in and then you'll get to a point like me in my gym selfies now that I just don't give a shit. Here's me. I'm a sweaty bush pig in the morning <laughs> and then I put makeup on and I'm a presentable human being for the rest of the day. And that's what people like. Yes. You know? They want to see your authentic. They do. That's what people yeah. want to see. They don't want to see you with a full face of makeup on. They want yeah. to see you as the sweaty bush pig. Yeah. So share that with them. Well, especially... Especially with agents, and I had this conversation with an agent at the end of last year, Mm. when they're going into an appraisal Mm. to sell someone's home, Mm. the only product they have to sell is themselves. Absolutely. So... You buy real estate off people. Yeah. You don't buy the house. Yeah. You buy it through the person that sold it to you. Exactly. So let them get to know you via social media. Mm Mm-hmm. And also, I need a house, so if anyone wants to give me one. Where are you looking? I'll hook you up with some great agents. Anywhere on the beach. <laughs> we'll discuss that after okay. the podcast. <laughs> um, my last question, which you don't have to answer, but what's your what's your big goal for 2019? 1,000 members. 1,000 members? My big Nearly goal. Nearly halfway there. Yeah, so my five-year goal was 1,000 members, okay. but I got pretty much halfway there in 12 months. So mm-hmm. now I'm like, stuff it. I, I am a woman on a mission and I am not going to stop. And the members want to have the 1,000. So I let the members decide what they want to do for the member parties because yep. that's my way of giving back to them. So they're free for the members. And they're like, can we have 1,000 members party in Ibiza? And I was like, all right. <laughs> Well, there you go. So there you go. Well, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. But I've changed my strategy and what I'm doing. And I, I, I think within my soul that we can get there. Okay. Yeah. That's exciting. It is exciting. Do you want to just tell everyone where they can find you? Yeah. So huh, here we go. How much more time have we got? 
on Instagram if you want social media tips and advice for free every single day and funny things that will make you laugh. Follow Villa Management. Mm -hmm. If you want more info about me but also tips and advice and funny things that will make you laugh, follow Brooke Valinovich. That one's a hard one. We'll I'm put sure it in the notes so it, you can spell Put it in the notes. This is a big one. Um, Villa Management Co. is my Facebook page. I also have my Brooke Valinovich Facebook page. My website is villamanagement.com.au. That's pretty much it. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I feel like there were some great tips in there. And um, I hope you'll find so. you on Instagram. Yeah. Beautiful. That's it for this episode. We'd love any feedback or guest suggestions, so hit me up on Instagram on jess at crib. And if you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe and be sure to tell a friend.